All right, welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montrulo, uh, joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's happening? Uh, it's been a day. <laughs> it's, been, <laughs> it's been a couple days. Um, it's, been a, it's been a week. I, I don't have a whole lot of good things to say, other than I found out uh, Bernie's coming to uh, Chicago on my birthday this weekend, which is fucking awesome. Uh, and usually for the big rallies, you know, big city rallies, uh, especially on the weekends, they will get like the whole rock star lineup. So mm. could be the first, like, could be the first time I see like AOC and Ian Turner in real life, like maybe, which would be fucking awesome. Maybe a good uh, opening band in Chicago. I can I wonder I, who. Yeah, I don't, I haven't heard anything about, uh, any bands opening up. It's going to be outdoors. So we'll, mm. we'll see, but uh, so yeah, I mean they don't normally announce those kind of things until like two days before it happens, anyways, yeah. right? So there's no way to know Security exactly reasons, who's yeah. going to be there. But uh, so yeah, this is, this is like I guess be like the third or fourth time I've seen Bernie. Um, but yeah, I, didn't, I know a lot of people who it's going to be their first time. Uh, so people are pretty fucking stoked about that right now. But uh, that that's really all I'm happy about. Other than that, I'm fucking miserable. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, also joining us is our uh, one-time uh, guest co, uh, you know, past guest co-host, uh, <laughs> uh, Ladonna. Lo- I don't know. I don't know how to frame that as a weird, you know, <laughs> multiple-time previous co-host, uh, Ladonna. Ladonna, thanks for coming on. Woohoo! Super Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Woohoo! <laughs> no, we're yeah. This is going to be a uh, look. I mean, all right. So. You know, I, I talked myself off the ledge the other day. You know, I, I, I like everyone else, was fucking furious about the uh, uh, the ridiculous, you know, uh, collusion that the, that the Democratic Party pulled uh, on the Monday before Super Tuesday on the day before. Um, you know, we we came to learn that it was orchestrated by Barack Obama himself. He literally called Allegedly. Pete Buttigieg. Allegedly. Well, I, yeah, even the Washington Post is reporting on that shit. If they're willing to report that, that's like... Yeah, that's what happened. You See, know? I think people give Barack too much credit. I mean, I'm not saying he didn't make phone calls, but I don't believe he's the driver. I, I think that there's a billionaire oh, no, that, far bigger people, than him. That's people the went to him and said, "Hey, this is what you're gonna do," and then yeah. he did it. But like, I'm sure, like when 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 Barack Obama calls Beto, Beto, like you know, comically like drops everything in his hand in like a you know <laughs> like a fucking sitcom, like oh, oh my God, my phone falls off, it's Barack, <laughs> yeah. Which is so sad because he's already been in Congress, you know. Like, Ugh, I know he's so pathetic. I, I imagine it's like in in the Avengers when they go to get Thor and he's like fat and he's got a giant beard. <laughs> that was that was them getting Beto and be like, all right, come on, clean yourself up, wipe Beto. the crumbs we gotta, off. <laughs> we gotta get you to this fucking rally. Um, yeah. Give, so give I mean, him his look, Adderall to wake him up. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, um, yeah. I mean, look, th- th- there's no. There's no sugarcoating it. They rat fucked us. Bernie Sanders was on pace to attain an insurmountable delegate lead, and they could just not, they couldn't let that happen. They couldn't let the guy who is the most popular, who is speaking to the most people about actual policies that would improve their material conditions, they can't let that guy fucking win. So they pulled, and I actually give them credit because this is the most. I, I, efficient like pulling together of resources i've ever seen the democratic party do they're usually a bunch of hapless buffoons but they managed to pull their shit together when it came to stopping bernie which is Um, so painful because you just think what could they do for america oh yeah if they they actually tried and gave a shit and weren't paid to not win um 
Yeah, so I mean, they put, you know, so they, they in, in one day convinced Pete Buttigieg, I mean, day and a half, basically, uh, Pete Buttigieg, you know, Tracy Flick himself, uh, Amy Klobuchar, uh, to both drop out of the race. And Buttigieg uh, was midair, apparently. He was on a plane. Oh, he got a call, like midair. Because, <laughs> like, did you see that? That he was being interviewed by CNN people. He was, like, very off his game he was like uh well uh we're we're gonna uh we're we're being rerouted and uh we're going to south (laughs) like he clearly was not you know he clearly got a phone call midair and was like oh all right so i guess that's what i'm doing um literally literally had to like eject the fuel on the plane they couldn't afford (laughs) the plane you know like you're grounded landing right now yeah and it's not flyover country you're landing and you're taking a bus back yeah i mean he literally was on his way to florida or, or texas he was on, no, he was on his way to texas and they rerouted him to south bend indiana so they literally like just had a comical home. yeah like just just absurd so um so that happened uh he uh he dropped out uh klobuchar dropped out uh beto came out of out of his cave uh to to endorse biden they all came out on this big you know rally thing i I don't think it was a mistake or or an accident either that it was leaked that obama had a hand in this i think that was obama's way of basically saying hey vote for joe without having to put his name out there because everything obama does is you know a half measure where he where he puts his weight behind it but he doesn't want to put his name to it because he knows that it will really hurt his legacy to put his full weight behind somebody like Joe Biden, who was his brain fucking is mush. vice president for two terms. What I more? I mean, like I he's done it. It's it's done. Rip off the bandaid, Barack. Like we know who you are. But he, but he knows how weak he of a candidate he is. Like that's the thing is yeah. like he is petrified of really like giving a full throated endorsement to Joe before the primaries are over because everyone knows that Joe Biden guys, I'm sorry. We have to start saying it. Joe Biden has dementia. He has dementia. Yeah. He has dementia. It's super obvious. Like, you know, we've all had family members who have dealt with this. It's not a joke. We understand. We're not making fun of him. It's, it's super obvious when you watch clips of Joe Biden from even five years ago and clips of Joe Biden. Now he has serious cognitive decline and he, Donald Trump will eat him alive. They're already tearing him apart on 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 Fox News. Like they're already running with the, the Biden has dementia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've, I, they've got the whole list of all of his. I mean, not even just gaffes, memory. I mean, all of it. Yeah. So I, I I mean I can't believe that this is this is how much they're 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 just desperate for us not to have fucking health care. Is that they'll they'll put somebody with literal dementia. I mean, he's more cognitively declined than reagan was when he took office and they were you know already hiding signs of reagan's failing cognition when he took office i actually believe it's worse than that it's worse than them not wanting us to have health care it is the party insiders not wanting to lose their jobs they don't i don't even think they give a shit about insurance companies or health care i think this is entirely self-interest self-preservation i mean yes obviously indirectly it has to do with their donors and all of that stuff but but to me this is just existential threat for them and nothing else matters. Well, they want to yeah. protect their rich friends in the health insurance industry too. Right. I mean, that's, that's a big chunk of where their funding comes from. But you know what? Full disclosure, my husband works for an insurance company and we support Medicare for all. Like he's willing to lose his job. I work in healthcare. I said, yeah. I, almost everyone I've talked to who actually has seen how healthcare, uh, works is like yeah this is, this is the stupidest fucking thing that we that we could ever possibly do to yeah. provide healthcare. like this is not a sustainable system so yeah yeah for sure 
Um, you have shit. I mean, national nurses, you know, are all healthcare workers. Right. And they've endorsed Bernie. So, like, you know, everyone knows our healthcare system is dysfunctional. Yep. Um, and and this is and this is the fucking maddening thing when we start talking about Super Tuesday results. Every single state that they polled Medicare for all, a, a, a majority of voters in every single state on Super Tuesday support Medicare for all. Yet Joe Biden won eight of the eleven states. What? Where, or did what, he? Well, yeah, or did he? That's another. We'll get to that. But <laughs> but where? But even the fact that he's getting votes, like, where's the cognitive dissonance? Where a state can win, and apparently, I mean, I, this is anecdotal, and people were tweeting it, but like, they were like, oh yeah, no, we were talking to organizers on the ground, and like half the you know half the people they talked to who voted for Biden thinks that he supports Medicare for all, and I'm just like, like I, I don't it's, it's, I don't know this what is the thing we most. Most people that wait to the last minute to vote have not paid any fucking attention. Right. Uh, they they project their own personality and values onto whichever candidate it mm-hmm. looks like the front runner. Mm-hmm. So you, like you've personally. got people who, you know, think that Hillary Clinton was opposed to, uh, you know, the KXL pipeline. Uh, <laughs> the, the, you got 26% of Democrats were polled thought that Obama had endorsed Bloomberg. Can you? Fu- I mean, <laughs> it just those commercials. Whatever, yeah, whatever you those tell commercials. People, people are mush brains. Like seriously. Well, and it, I also think that all those memes—the fun Barack, you know, and Biden oh, memes—so damaging long term. I really believe that those had a lot more to do with it than any serious political analyst would ever be willing to admit. But I am because you know, fuck it. <laughs> no, I agree. I I totally agree. Um, I I think that 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 endeared him to people when he really didn't have any business being endeared to people based on his lifetime political record i mean i think yeah people when they think of biden they think of you know the funny you know brock's funny friend who says silly things and it's like oh joe you know like it's just yeah not the guy who voted to get rid of social security what five times and so on yeah or the architect of the bankruptcy bill nobody that's a vice president you know you're just kind of like okay you're you're you know like no one really looked at Tim Kaine was like oh, you know, whatever. <laughs> Tim Kaine was, Tim Kaine will will disappear. Love Hillary or you're hated not staring Hillary. at him. Tim Kaine literally fades into the ether if you're not staring directly at him at all times. <laughs> I, I think he's he's that much of a fucking uh, nothing. But like like so, here, I sent you guys that that poll from today. It was a Reuters poll, and it's like I, I just I don't. I don't know how we reach these people. Like, so there was one. Uh, so the National Reuters poll today, uh, vo- poll who voters see best on uh, to beat Trump, Biden, 45%, Bernie, 25%. Literally a fucking week ago, Biden was down at like third in that poll behind Bernie, who's at number one in Bloomberg. People have just no fucking like principles or media literacy. Like, I just. I, and I know it's like I, it's just so frustrating. I don't know what we can do. People are just such fucking lemmings that they literally whatever the idiot box tells them to do, they think is right. But Best not even on immigration, thirty three percent Biden. Like what? I, not even he, the he, idiot box entirely, because if you think about how much money Bloomberg spent on TV, you know, or Steyer, yeah, they got something out of it, but they certainly didn't win. So you know, on one hand, you'd say, well, maybe we just go heavier on TV, but but even that doesn't doesn't do it. It's just the whole media apparatus. It's it's print. It's TV. It's internet. I mean, they they've they've you know they figured out how to reach the the you know. But I, I do think still like the 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 you know sixty five and up really get most of their news from TV or mm-hmm. from print, and it's like they they vote. have the shit on lock. Immigration: Biden thirty three percent over Bernie at twenty seven percent. Joe Biden is telling immigra- immigration activists to go vote for Donald Trump. 
when they ask him about the fucking record number of deportations under Barack Obama's administration where he was the vice president. I mean, I, just, just economy and jobs, Biden, 41%, Sanders, 24%. National security, Biden, 49%, Sanders, 18%. Joe Biden voted for the fucking Iraq war. Like, what? I, I just, I don't... I, I don't know how. I, I yeah. I, I'm just I'm, I'm speechless because well, I how just, many because it's that? not about the issues. It, how it's many not. people know that that you know Biden Ugh, not only I guess not enough for the war, <laughs> but was you know part of the committee that that made sure it got passed. Put, no, full throatedly pushed the Iraq war. Yeah, no, he right. was you know. And he's up there I, talking I, about how he trusts George Bush because George Bush would never you know lead us astray. Uh, you know, he, he was in every way the opposite of Bernie Sanders when it comes to foreign policy. And then I'll hear people say, well, I, Bernie Sanders doesn't have a foreign policy. Well, yes, he does. Because it's not bombing people. That's yeah. a fucking policy. Peace is a policy. <laughs> Diplomacy. It's, it's, it's a, it's a uh, new, it's, new concept that we've never tried before. <laughs> it, it's, it's just literally like, not in my like lifetime. West, West Wing and Rachel Maddow has broken their brains and they think the only way to win is to be like Republicans in every way except abortion. That's that's all they have Even to do. Even that's flexible. Yeah, in, 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 yeah. If you're in a in a any state below the 35th parallel, it's okay to be a, a pro life Democrat. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, Nancy Pelosi threw a full rate behind Henry fucking Cuellar in Texas, who is, I mean, uh, he's a Trump supporter. Like he votes with Trump like 80 percent of the time. You know, he's extremely right wing. He he beat Jessica Cisneros by I think like one percent, one or two percent in that in that primary race. Uh, just, uh, which was so painful. <laughs> which sucks ass because Jessica Cisneros was fucking great. That would have been another like AOC level upset of a really entrenched power broker in the Democratic Party. And Nancy Pelosi made sure she fucking you know put her thumb on the scale there just to make sure she it like you know didn't squeak over. And who even knows in Texas because Texas. Um, and I guess we should just start talking about Super Tuesday and the fucking debacle of Super Tuesday. Uh, Texas uh, committed mass voter suppression um, by closing a bunch of polling stations at the last minute, primarily in black and brown communities. Uh, and so, you know, <laughs> you know who benefits in those communities? People who actually fight for people in those communities, like Bernie Sanders, like Jessica Cisneros. So, I mean, the fact that Bernie Sanders, quote unquote, lost Texas by a couple points, even though he was leading by eight for most of the vote counting, which is always very suspicious to me. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, 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 I always just question that shit. Cause like, you know, once you're, once you're at like 30, 40%, that's a sampling. That's a massive sampling. Like for it to change so dramatically is very, we wouldn't fishy. pass I mean, that's the a, kind you know, of election again. uh criteria that we use for other countries. So if the UN were looking at exit oh, polls no. versus our results, we wouldn't pass it. That's how bad it is. Well, Massachusetts, they had exit. CNN did an exit poll and they had Bernie at 30 percent, Biden at 28 percent. Biden won Massachusetts by like eight point. There was like an eight point differential in the exit polls. That is well beyond it just reasonable. Happen. Yeah. Well, let, let's it's, be it, it's just not. Yeah. Honest about the big elephant in the room. Why did why did Biden win in Massachusetts? Why did he win in Maine? Why did he win in, in Minnesota? Because Elizabeth Warren. Because Elizabeth Warren didn't drop out. Because the the moderates know how to consolidate for the good of their agenda. But uh, so-called progressive Liz Warren, uh, who hadn't won a single state, 
thinks, oh, I'm going to stay in. Oh, gosh, oh, shucks, I'm going to stay in until Super Tuesday Her- and rat fuck Bernie. So th- this, this idea that, you know, and you look at, look at the numbers. I mean, she got enough to come in third in a bunch of states by mar- margins much wider than by, by what Biden won, right? So it's just, this is, they're all on the same fucking team. Okay, there's she, no difference in yeah. the strategy here. They're running to stop Bernie, or they're dropping out at the right moment to stop Bernie, or staying in. So th- this, all this, you know, hoping Warren's going to endorse Bernie. She wouldn't even shake his fucking hand. She's not going to endorse <laughs> Bernie twice. So she didn't do it the last debate either. By the way, yeah. I don't know if anyone caught yeah, that. Yeah. So all these people <laughs> online saying, "Oh, be nice to her supporters. We don't. We need to unify." Fuck that. She's a capitalist to her bones. She's a player in the game. Those are her own words. Voted for Trump's military budget three times. Voted in favor of it. Uh, gives Trump a stay in ovation when he says uh, America was always going to be capitalist. That's not somebody to unify with. That's somebody I who's feel playing a the game. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I feel so- very strongly about this. I've made it very clear why I don't like Warren, but that's not what I'm here to talk about right now. I'm just making it clear. This is she stayed in as long as she did to help yeah. Biden win. There is a chance she got that same phone call from Obama where he said, Hey, don't drop out. Like there's, there's some chance. Right. Yeah. No, there is, there is. No, I just, and I think we talked about a little bit before we got on air, but I I just, I'm torn. Right. I have my feelings about Warren and, and how she's conducted herself more recently. And well, you know, her legislative record, there's a lot of things that, um, have career. soured me, yeah, over her whole the years. Is a, is a lie. The whole the stuff we've ignored about fake her lying. Native yeah. identity. There's another uh, part the, of me that that identifies to some degree with her. I mean, I am a former Republican. You know, I, I am an educated white woman. So, you know, I, I get, I understand some of why people thought she was smart. She had plans. I I do understand that, and I I want to open my arms and welcome the people that supported her and say, you know, join with us because I feel like when you look at those percentages, we need those votes at the same time. I'm still pissed off. I'm still like there with you guys. That's the other half of my brain just going, fuck that. And, you know, and snake and and all of it. Anybody whose empathy for poor people is conditional on me kissing their ass on Twitter can go fuck themselves. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, so I, I, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm torn because I agree and I have, a ton of animosity for Warren herself and for a good chunk of the prominent Warren supporters on Twitter who just completely used bad faith attacks on us this entire primary cycle. Yeah, yeah. That being said, you know, the last poll that morning consult did said 40% of Warren supporters uh, still su- support Bernie as their second choice versus 16 for Biden. And I think there was a more recent poll where it was a little closer than that. But that being said, I, I do we we need those fucking votes. Like if we're going to we like, let's just be real. Like, and, I, and I'm not saying we need to be nice to the people that, you know, shat on us or, you know, we're, we're, we're using bad faith attacks, et cetera, et cetera. I, Dad I, wants I just, us to cool it though. He does. That's the thing is like Bernie, Bernie knows that he needs those suburban whites to win because that's who he's doing the worst with is suburban whites and college educated whites. The people I was at that fucking party with in Boston last week that I was talking about, like all the crying Warren supporters uh, when when Bernie won the Nevada caucus. So, yeah, well, it's I mean, it's it's their it's their fucking white privilege, right? Uh, yeah. No, hundred percent, yeah, hundred thousand percent. 
you know, and, and they want to, the thing is, like, the people that are pretending that they won't support Bernie because someone was mean to them never would have supported him. They're just saying that to fuck with you. They're just That's saying the that hate to percent. It's the yeah. 8% this is, this of is, Hillary voters that were never Bernie. Yeah. They're still never it, Bernie. Yeah. Here's a, here's a blue check, Emily C. Heath. As a Warren supporter, I probably lie more with Bernie politically, but I've been so turned off by the behavior of Bernie's supporters since 2015 that I just can't support him. What we tolerate defines our character, and Bernie has tolerated horrible oh, behavior. Fuck off. Tolerated he like he's in charge. Tolerated. Yeah, no, he's 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 gone overboard in denouncing. Yeah, and he's also, I think, he's gone a little overboard in denouncing, you know, uh, attacks online when every fucking campaign has disgusting people attacking. Well, you know, know, when when Zephyr Teachout writes something that's really important and he denounces that, then all these little fucking trolls. You know, it's blood in the water for them. They're like, oh, he apologized. He he denounced somebody. Now we can go after him for everything. That's why you don't do things like that. Bernie. Yeah. I know. That's uh, Look, Bernie's biggest flaw is that he's too fucking nice. That's always been his biggest flaw. He always sees the good in people. And that's also his biggest strength. I mean, look, he, he's an extremely empathetic person. He always wants to see the good in people. Which is why he'll it, he'll start every pseudo attack that he does during a debate with, look, you know, I, I like Joe. Joe's a good friend of mine. <laughs> right. It's like you don't need to do that, Bernie. Like you're about to fucking talk about how shitty his record is. We don't need you to soften it by saying he's a good friend of yours. Like I, ah, God, it, it's just his biggest problem is that he's too fucking nice, and it's like not a bad. Qual- it's a good quality to have as a human being, but when you need to win in a fucking presidential election. You need to be ruthless. It's like, hard because think about Bernie's career all those years in Congress and him giving those speeches to an empty floor and all of that. He was very yeah. alone. And so he did have to find, you know, whatever level of friendship he could with whoever was willing mm-hmm. to give it. With so non-ideological I kind of, companions. Exactly. Just to just to survive and get through it. Um, I don't think people realize how isolating that can be, that experience there. Well, I'm sure, and look, I'm sure Joe Biden is a very nice guy to Bernie Sanders. Like, I'm sure, you know, like when they're just joking around, you know, in the Senate cafeteria, you know, before, like before they ran for president or whatever, but yeah. um, they've got like a, like a Senate sauna, you know, they all just like yeah. men sit around and with towels <laughs> oh, over Oh, I didn't need that picture. Out. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> Smoking no. Cuban cigars. Now I'm picturing yeah. Bernie's honeymoon. <laughs> it's just <laughs> shirtless Bernie. It's, yeah. it's a good transition um, when I want to get to that place. Not not shirtless Joe Biden. God, <laughs> walking up behind people and giving them back rubs. Uh, <laughs> Biden would be it. the guy who just like be constantly snapping people with his towel. You know, <laughs> it, while while he has no towel around him, he's just totally nude. Right. There has never been a more accurate oh, characterization God. of Biden. Than that. Bi- no, Biden's hundred percent the guy who just free balls it in the gym locker room. Like that's hundred <laughs> percent who Joe Biden and puts his leg up on the fucking stool uh, for no reason. Like just. Ugh. I yeah, can't. dumping <laughs> dumping tire bottles of talcum powder on his yeah, just... <laughs> Oh god, my <laughs> eyes, my eyes. Um, no, so <laughs> yeah, um, where <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Yeah, no. Good so night, look, everybody. I mean, yeah. Right. <laughs> No, so Bur- yeah, I mean, Bernie's too fucking nice. Like he has to, and and people, I think everyone's agreed on this over the last two days. Like, especially after the rat fucking Monday, and we saw how how. Lo- I mean, we talk about rigging in 2016, and when we say that to people, we really have to go into the particulars of oh, well, they shortened the debate schedule, and they did this, and then Hillary had the you know press releases on lo- like all this shit. This is so much more blatant 
than anything they did in 2016. And they really rat fucked us in 2016. Like this was. Well, and this wasn't it, right? So they did this, but then, you know, we heard um, the UCLA voting center where there were what, 20 or 40,000 voters, you know, all young people, (coughs) that center was closed. Everyone, they had to give provisional ballots. So things like that, which probably didn't Um, get counted at all. Right. I mean, the whole L.A. County voting system was completely fucked. The people were going to check in the lines. I mean, we heard it in Texas, people waiting nine hours, you know, to to vote. Um, They went across, you know, the board with all their strategies. They went all in. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like they're Republicans. It's 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 crazy. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It's just really it's really disheartening. But look, I mean, and this is what I was trying to. You know, I really tried to because I was fucking angry and depressed and bummed out, and I couldn't sleep on Tuesday night. Like I was really fucking on edge. Like you know, like like most of us, I imagine it was like um, a bad breakup. I wanted to sit back really and eat was. bonbons. It was awful. I, I I genuinely felt like that. Like the level of like depression and anger. Like yeah, because it's like they're they're not, they're sealing our fucking future from us. Like that. At, like at the end of the day, like we could talk about you know personalities and shit like that. They're they're stealing away. Our, the future of our planet, the, us having any kind of fucking healthcare system that actually takes care of us, you know, um, just stealing it away from us uh, because they're fucking corrupt and they don't want to lose their jobs and they don't want to lose their fucking money train. And it's like, and and we and, and it, I feel like a lot of people felt like we were powerless to do anything. But at the end of the day, with all of the rat fucking that they did, with all of the the obvious, you know, interference and Obama putting his finger on the scale and et cetera, et cetera. Which he promised he wouldn't do. Which, of course, yeah. yeah. We, we know it was total bullshit. Um, and oh, I, by the way, and I love, the, like, when that article came out, like, months ago, it was like, oh, well, Obama will step in to stop Bernie. And all the pod save John bros were like, oh, no, uh, he, th- this is bullshit. He would never do that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, we really... Really Those trust your are idiots. I mean, in, they, insufferable. They wouldn't, let, they wouldn't even let Keith Ellison be head of the DNC. Obama right. stepped in to oh, this felt so much like that. Tom Perez. So this idea that that Obama is oh, like this benevolent, you know, oh, I'm staying out of it. That's that's such bullshit. Such right bullshit. now, so on the south side of Chicago, uh, they want to build Obama's library, his presidential library, which is extremely controversial because it's going to gentrify the whole fucking area. And they're going <laughs> to they're going to build it on city park land, which is supposed to be public in perpetuity. Right, and it's like this four billion dollar mega project they want to build. It's such and a good metaphor. They won't for even <laughs> they won't even entertain the idea of having like a, a community. I forget what it's called, community alliance agreement. Like basically, be uh-huh. good neighbors to the surrounding community, right? And and not let a bunch of uh, development ruin the whole neighborhood, right? And push everybody out. They are suing to stop that from being entertained wow. as a as a, as a uh, wow. option. Or as a you know good neighbor agreement, right? So when Obama wants to do things his way, he's ruthless, right? There's no th- this notion that he's this you know affable nice guy that's not intimately involved in you know backroom deals is is just a fantasy. Well, what See, good is it to true. what good is it to be in the club? You know, if it's a club full of everyone, right? They have to keep other people out. Once they're in it, he's in it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, but but what I was saying is like the, you know, look with all this rat fucking and Obama weighing in and everyone throwing their weight behind Joe Biden, you know, again, whose brain is literally leaking out of his ear every time he gets in front of a microphone. With all of that, they still only really technically, like, essentially managed to tie Bernie Sanders. Like when you, when all said and done, 
in delegate counts when they finally finish counting California, they're going to be basically tied for delegates. Yeah. Uh, Bernie actually, somebody said today, Bernie actually might be ahead of few delegates depending on how the uh, mean, mail-in ballots come in. It doesn't matter though because they can just go, oh, uh, Biden won the most states. He's the front runner, and everyone, all these right. these low information. Uh, knuckle dragon no, voters 100%. who don't know but, what's going on go oh i thought he already was the nominee so i'm just going to vote for biden it's you know, the narrative it's like, it was you know to make right. it a foregone conclusion from the beginning you know because the the order that they called the states in for example with zero percent reporting you know they'd call state after state i think it was three always, or four you know right biden. away always for biden yeah and i kind of they wait till 70 percent to you know 80 percent had to win three exactly. states in a row which has never been done before by anybody uh republican or democrat and biden only had to win one state and suddenly he's the front runner so mm-hmm. just that, yeah. to give you an idea one, of how one state that hasn't biased the media is one fucking southern state that hasn't voted for a Democrat since 1976, and that's the only time they voted for a Democrat in the last 50 years. I looked this mm-hmm. up. So, yeah, that's really that's a great fucking sign of how your, your candidate's going to perform on a national stage. He won one state that's extremely old. You know, it's not even remotely indicative of the Democratic base or the country in general in terms of demographics. It's just I'm it's sorry. preposterous. They don't want us to say it, but he will get slaughtered. I mean, they will Trump will mop the floor oh, with him. Trump will beat him in popular vote. Like Trump yeah. won't even Trump won't just win the electoral college. Biden's so bad, Trump will beat him in the popular vote, mm-hmm. like significantly. That's you know, even with California's run up, like that's fucking it's it's pathetic. But they just don't. They don't want to hear it because they, again, we've said it a, a gajillion time. I want to tattoo it on my forehead. They'd rather lose to Donald Trump than win with a socialist or a social Democrat. You know, mm-hmm. like they just mild social democracy is too a bridge too far for them. But no, but like, look, I, I don't want people to be like, you know, uh, you know, uh, one foot off the ledge because right. at the end of the day, we are still we're fucking tied, basically tied for first place with Joe Biden and delegates and this is just a completely new race at this point like clean slate they fucked us you know we knew they were going to try to fuck us and they did a really great job of it way way more than we realized they could but at the end of the day bernie sanders has a lot of great states coming up washington you know i imagine is going to be a very good state for bernie michigan where he won last time against hillary even though the polls way under you know valued his wisconsin uh, yeah performance wisconsin pennsylvania he was leading for a while, I mean, again, this this whole Biden thing may have fucked that over. But if Bernie really hammers Biden on NAFTA and trade, I I, I mean, I, I gotta think Bernie has to win those states or at least come close to winning. Like, be you know, not lose them by more than three points or so. I can't imagine. When's and the next debate? That's the March fifteenth, isn't it? March fifteenth. There's no debate before the next round of voting on next Tuesday. And, and Tulsi qualified, from what I read. Well, no, so they she did, but then they changed the rules, apparently. They're Again? Changing the, yeah, because God forbid. <laughs> they will change it's just com- they It's comical. To. It's comical. Uh, it's fucking comical. Because they but know look, so, she will trounce them. <laughs> our saving grace at this point, and I know you were saying about the media narrative and Lemmings, the media also loves a good, like, wrestling match or boxing match. So everything I've seen about their framing has been like, oh, well, it's down to a two-man race, Bernie and Biden, Bernie and Biden. Right. That actually is going to help us because that's going to keep that's going to subtly put the perception in people's minds of like, well, I guess it's down to the two of them. We just got to choose who we think is the better candidate. And 
they're going to, of course, go into overdrive trying to convince people that it's Joe Biden. Right. But again, once once Bernie gets him on that debate stage, it's fucking over for Joe. So, so if we can to, to that survive point, this week. To that point, you know, there was that Yahoo poll that said and it had to have matchup. Bernie beats Biden. Right. And a bunch of those states, Biden only won because of Liz Warren. Right. You take away right. that mm-hmm. advantage and Bernie's, Bernie's winning those states. Right. Biden's also been protected by the media because, you know, he can't string five words together. And now he's going to be forced to have to talk a lot, lot more. Right. He can't just go, oh, my time's up. Like, because every question's going to go to both <laughs> oh, of them. Well, <laughs> every question that's going to be asked is going to go to both of them. They can't do this like, yeah. well, this question's only for you, Bernie, uh, Venezuela. You know, it, they, yeah. they can't do that. And we've seen how much the debate performances are really swaying people's opinion. Uh, more than I think any other election that I can recall. People actually are seeing, uh, you know, Bloomberg do terribly, and suddenly oh, his God, poll numbers he... vanish overnight. So it, it is having an effect. He lost 20 I... points of net favorability from the, the day before the, that debate to the day after the debate, where they all just murdered him on stage. Yeah, yeah. so uh, my alderman, who was a socialist, um, was was awesome actually the dude. first person that tweeted about um, uh, Bernie coming to Chicago. Said, you know, this this actually is good for Bernie because in a head to head matchup, Biden's going to lose. Right now, he mm-hmm. might have a little bit of advantage, but people, you know, it's just, yeah, it, it does. It's not going to hold up. I just don't think it's going to hold up. Now that being said, this Super Tuesday was supposed to favor Bernie the most over the other two Super Tuesdays. So that's the thing that worries me a lot. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the, God, the fifth, the the, uh, the next round, of the 17th, the Super Tuesday, I, I believe it's the 17th, the, 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 the one after this next one is going to be a mixed bag because Florida, yeah, Florida not going to go gonna... for Bernie. Flor- mm-hmm. Bernie's going to lose Florida by 40 points. Like that's, you know, just Florida is super fucking right wing. The Democrats there are awful. I mean, you know, no, no shade to of our listeners who are from Florida. You got, you know, you, you know, you guys are in the minority in, in terms of the democratic party in Florida, they're, they're really fucking right wing, really establishment. A lot of, you know, conservative Cuban voters, a lot of, uh, New York, older Democrats who've moved there. Um, it, it's just unwinnable for Bernie in the primary. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm just pulling up the schedule here. So, all right. So March 10th, which is the next round of, um, primaries, which is on Tuesday is going to be interesting because there's no debate. I mean, it's really all just going to be based on earned media coverage. Uh, and unfortunately, Biden's getting a fucking shit ton of that right mm-hmm. now. Uh, but Idaho, also negative on Fox. So, <laughs> yeah, but I don't think it's going to do much. The, the, the Democrat, the Democratic base are fucking lemmings for whatever Rachel Maddow tells them to do. Mm. Um, but we so we have Idaho, Michigan, Mississippi, which no way Bernie wins. Uh, Missouri, which actually Bernie was pretty close. You think it was only like five down in the last poll. It, which was taken post Super Tuesday, uh, North Dakota and Washington. So Washington's a big delegate count. If Bernie can win Washington, you know, pretty handily, and Washington's a very, uh, you know, progressive. I, I probably one of the more progressive states. You know, actual progressive states. Yeah. Um, eh, Michigan's fucking huge. If he can win Michigan that completely changes the narrative. Like if he can win Michigan again, like he did last time, uh, I believe it's the most, the- uh, delegates of any state for the next super Tuesday too, is Michigan. Uh, it's like a hundred and 140. 
I want to say. Yeah, let me double check. Because why I know Washington was also pretty big, but they're both around. They're both over a hundred. Um, Washington yeah. delegates, but yeah. So, but now fucking Gretchen Whitmer, governor of Michigan, just endorsed Joe Biden. Um, because of course she did. So did Jennifer um, Granholm too, which is just like, oh god, fucking Canadians. Who's Jennifer? Gr- I'm not familiar with her. Former governor of Michigan. Oh, okay. Uh, and also a Canadian um, by birth, so she can't be president. Uh, no. But she, I mean, she was a decent governor, but I mean, just come on, fucking Biden, Biden in Michigan. It's no, don't just don't do that. I mean, yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, Michigan is 125 delegates. Washington was 87. So those are the two big prizes. And that's honestly the two states Bernie has the most chance of winning. I would think of all the Super Tuesday states. So you know, are, yeah, it, it's. It's going to be fucking tough. Like Bernie needs to go hard at Joe Biden this week. He needs to fucking go hard with the TV ads because he's really got to reach these older voters. He's got the young vote on lock. Like he's got to figure out a way to turn them out more. I mean, the the numbers are not what we want them to be, and I don't really know what. I mean, I think a lot of that has to do with the voter suppression, and you know, people can't just fuck. Working people can't stand can't in wait line eight for hours. seven hours like yeah. to fucking vote. Um. But, you know, he's got to turn them out a little bit more, and um, he's got to reach these older old, older and white suburban voters. So I think, unfortunately, he's got to really lean heavy on the TV ads. He's got to hammer Joe Biden on Social Security, on trade, on all of the shit that Joe Biden is awful on. I, I really think he should – he's never going to do it, but he really should really go at Joe's cognition. Like, that's – uh, somebody should do it. Somebody, somebody buying ads, maybe not on Bernie's behalf, but like, you know, uh, <laughs> as like a pro Bernie, like whatever group that's not affiliated needs to put commercials out showing Joe Biden's cognitive decline, because it's like, do you really want this guy to go up against Donald Trump like that? It's just I can't imagine, you know, th- this election cycle has been. The, the the electorate has probably been the mo- most volatile I've ever seen them in this election cycle, and it's all because they're petrified of Donald Trump, and they're all like lemmings to whoever whoever cable news tells them has the best chance of being Donald Trump is who they all flock to. Like I've never seen such a uh, it just ignores the facts completely. <laughs> no, of course, but that, that's what I'm saying. It's like they're so they're so fucking like like. Uh, fear riddle their brains that they'll literally go to anybody who they think and who they're told can beat Donald Trump. So Bernie Sanders needs to make the case. And he, as the only one who actually has a case from anyone that was running this election cycle, that he is the one uniquely qualified to beat Donald Trump. And you know, I, he's got to do a better job with those ads. Like it, it it's, you know, the problem Bernie has is that, you know, anytime he lobs any criticism at Biden, they'll flip it around and saying, oh, are you, are you attacking Obama too? You know, that, that, yeah. that, that connection is, is the Teflon. That well, and has. the other one they tried, which was that if you're attacking the establishment, that you're attacking black people right. or people of which color. Is, that's just the new so yeah, fucking disgusting to say that. Yeah. yeah. So, and they also, be- these are the same people that said, you know, until South Carolina, people of color didn't have a chance to vote yet. <laughs> it's like, uh, so Bernie winning, you know, crushing landslide in nevada was because of white people i don't think so yeah no. 
Yeah, no, Bernie Bernie won the Latino Bernie's winning Latino vote in in these states by like 16, 70%. Like it's preposterous thing for them to say, but they'll say it. But look, Bernie at some point I think has to realize just like they're going to say what they're going to say. Fuck them. Like make your case to the voters. Most voters are like unimaginably swayed by what they see on TV and what they read on the internet. Like just make your fucking case. And that's I, why I think he went in all in on democratic socialism. Some people were criticizing today saying, well, he just should have just said, you know, new deal Democrat or social Democrat. I'm like, they were always going to use that against him. Yeah, so why not matter. just, you know, lead with it. it. Yeah. It's so weak. You know, the, the, um, what's his name? Economist, um, Krugman. Yeah, saying, well, I like everything Bernie's for. I just don't like that label. It's like, the, get over it. Get the fuck over it. That doesn't right. matter. Another white privilege take. Like, oh, well, like, yeah. It, just so, But look, I mean, today, I, you know, I don't know if you guys saw the ads he put out, you know, in the last couple of days, but he's he's running TV ads um, in the next round of voting states about Biden's Social Security. Like that that clip he, he released on the Internet, like a couple months ago when Biden was lying about his record on social security he's releasing that on tv he released a really fucking hilarious ad where it's just barack obama heaping praise on him like yeah which which again is the same shit that every other candidate's been doing to make it seem like obama endorsed them and i guarantee that's going to work on some semblance some percentage of the population so which makes me wonder like should he just go ahead and pick and announce a VP, you know, especially a woman of color, like would that move the needle as well, especially if Warren stays out of it and, and, you know, doesn't get involved as VP or doesn't endorse. Like, if she doesn't endorse before the, the 17th primaries, then she's not going to endorse anybody like, but that, she, that would she be, won't she, endorse. She won't. She's just going to, I mean, she, you know, like we, when she his hand, she's not going to endorse him. She endorsed Hillary Clinton, 2016, um, do Maybe we, people finally wake up to how fucking terrible she is. Then, but can, can you can you play the couple audio clips of her her speech yeah. this morning? Because there's there's some stuff in there that I think is very telling. Yeah, yeah. So this is um, <clears throat> this is a clip. Uh, let's see. This is uh, her talking about the hardest part of having to drop out. Uh, here we go. And I wonder what your message would be to the women and girls who feel like we're left with two white men to decide between. I know. One of the hardest parts of this is all those pity promises and all those little girls who are going to have to wait four more years. Um, that's going to be hard. Senator, why do you think... <sighs> uh, that was... I mean, how many times do you think she rehearsed that line? before she came out of her house to do that press conference. Uh, that was just like the, the phoniest, fakest, just, you know, won't someone think of the children? I, I guarantee you there's more important things in little kids' lives than, you know, what the gender of the president is. Yeah, like their parents uh, not, fu- like, having fucking health care or, like, you know. Yeah, or maybe their, their parents being able to afford the rent for not, you know, not getting evicted. Right. Like the, the those are the things that we need to focus on, not what the fucking gender uh, or the ethnicity of you know of the leaders so, are. If they're going to just be, if, oh, we elected another woman, first woman capitalist, hooray! Like, what the fuck did we really achieve? Nothing. I so, won't say nothing. For me, there's still there's still something to accomplish there, but no, it, it's yeah. not the deciding factor for me by any stretch. No, and yeah, I mean. Uh, and I don't want people. Yeah, it, it isn't nothing 
that people have representation, but it's just she. What she did is well, that what's she, the purpose of representation to well, no, I represent mean, your best interests. Right. No, hundred somebody who is gonna uh, you know has a platform that's this wa- weak, watered down thing that th- they won't even fight for, won't even say its name anymore. That is not a representation. Well, that's she gave up on all of her. Yeah, so she, she gave I, up on I, all of her policies. Yeah, and and her, you know, her, whether it was her decision or her the the fucking Obama, Kamala, you know, Clinton flunkies that she had around her convinced her that she should just lean full into the Yas Queen fucking, you know, hardcore identity politics. And she wouldn't even say Medicare for all in the last debate when they asked her about health care. It's like it's unbelievable the level of of just complete 180 she did on all of these policies that actually made her popular and made her the front runner in the in, in the polling at one point, you know, for for a very short time. They before, told her she know. had to find a lane and, you know, the the female Bernie Sanders clone, you know, for, you know, I think what they tried to tell her would have worked better. Right. And, I, I agree. It would have. But she would have. She, she tricked enough people in the run up to the primaries that it actually was working for her. And she started tanking the second she released her fucking bullshit faux Medicare for all thing where she was like, well, yeah, you were, you know, my Medicare for all doesn't raise taxes on any of the one in the middle class. I'm like, it was like the fucking, you know, it was, it was crafted completely to be completely unpassable just so she had a, a a line to say at the debates where she was like, well, unlike Bernie, I'm not going to raise taxes. It's like, yeah, yours is also not going to get funded. It also costs $21 trillion more than Bernie Sanders plan does. It's fucking stupid as hell. It wasn't going to benefit employers. It was just going to be a flat tax, which if you have a regressive flat tax on something that should be a progressive tax, uh, that's designed to fail. Right. So Republican economics, the the people who looked into it, you know, this this was when it first came out. You had Jenk Unger on TYT saying, "Oh, this is so great! This is Warren's Medicare." This affirms for all. that she supports Medicare for all. And, and then Anna, you know, <laughs> fucking read the thing, and she's like, "No, it's not." Did he read it? And he's, you know, well, you know, I heard about it. Like we read what it actually says. It's you know, she's lying once again. Yeah. Liz Warren's lying about what her bill actually was. Um, and I have another <laughs> clip of her, but oh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just gonna, you know, I, I was reading more on her uh, record with the native identity today. Mm. And it wasn't, you know, people that say, well, she thought that that was true because that's what she was always told. Well, that's not true either because for most of her life on government records, she was identifying as white. Um, And it wasn't until, let's see, it was, uh, see, it wasn't until 1986 uh, that the, uh, 1986 87 edition of the Association of American Law Schools uh, directory, and then eight subsequent editions afterward, Warren listed herself as a minority. Uh, she began identifying as Native American on personal forms three years, three years into her post at the University of Pennsylvania. And dyed her uh, hair black, I mean. And dyed her hair black. Exactly. Dyed I mean, her hair black to look indigenous when she her natural <laughs> hair color is blonde and she has blue eyes. Yeah. So it's it's a darker blonde than her current hair, but it's it's definitely not black. Like when you see her in those photos at like the the Heritage Fra- or at the um, what was the Republican thing she spoke at the uh, w- it was the Heritage Foundation, right? Um, no, yeah, no, I think fuck, what it. was it? Was it, Brook- it I, no, Brookings? No, it was it was at some Republican think tank, and um, she um, 
Yeah, no, her hair is jet black. Like that's that's not her fucking natural hair color. She so I mean th- the fact that she listed herself as a minority, like that's just just think about the message that sends to people of color in this country. And eventually, Lil- I mean, effectively took a spot from <laughs> someone. Took a spot, right? Hundred percent. Why she did it? Like b- people can rationalize it all they want. Oh, she's yeah, and, and Lily White. She's, she's you know faculty at Harvard Law. They were lauding themselves for their diversity program, of which she was a you know a, a person of color on their faculty. So the yeah. idea that this didn't benefit her and it wasn't a calculating decision on her part to further her career and to, to better the reputation of a university that had a terrible uh, diversity program, uh, it, it's just, this is all of these things have added up to why Warren came in third in her home state and didn't win right. a single state mm-hmm. in the whole contest. And pe- the people online, they're like, we have to beg for her uh, you know, supporter's approval. That's, that's ridiculous. You don't have to do that. Uh, you know, this is, this is the, these are the things that added up to why people didn't vote for her. And people are like, well, it, it's sexism. It's got to be sexism. It's got to be the patriarchy. They just won't let, you know. It's just absurd. I think there is something to be said about women being allowed to express anger. I do think that that's a factor. I won't. I, I won't say it's a deciding factor, but I do there's think there's something. That. In there's that. nothing wrong with expressing anger. I don't have a problem with her expressing anger. The problem is everything else about her is is not that. It's this. She doesn't even you know, do that. She's she pretends as though she's ignorant <laughs> about all these things. And well, and not. Bernie gets the same thing too. He's too angry. So I think it's oh, yeah. just a, there, you know. which is there's a lot of anti-Semitism rooted in. Oh, why is he always yelling at me? It's like no, that's just the way people from Brooklyn talk. Like he the, talks the, with his hands and he talks. The moments loudly. where Liz Warren mm-hmm. seemed genuine was when she did get angry. Uh, at, at the debates and took out Bloomberg. Yeah, Bloomberg that was the moment yeah. where we were all like, why can't she be like that all the time? Right, yeah. yeah. Well, but yeah, and look, fuck, they use it all the time against Nina Turner about her, or the way she talks about how she's angry and she, and she, she fucking like embraces it. She's like, yeah, I'm an angry black woman. Like, you know, fucking deal with it. Like that's, you know, you're, 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 you're a, a, a psycho if you're not angry at the, if you, when you, once you start examining the systems that our country has built and like the way things are, you know, rigged for the people at the top. Like, how how the fuck can you not be angry? Well, that's the also other why thing, Bernie yells. Like, back to the the Native American thing. The other piece that tells me that um, that it was constantly a lie was so. Most of these colleges have some sort of indigenous people, you know, department group. She never tried to affiliate at all with mm-hmm. with any of those. Um, she, all she did was really write it, and then you know the recipe thing. Um, you know, I was willing to kind of give her the benefit of the doubt because my father's side of the family grew up in Oklahoma. You know, the Loki side of the family went through the southeastern part of the U.S. when there were land lotteries. And a lot of people knew that you could get, you know, extra chances in a land lottery if you said you had native heritage. And I guarantee you, you'd look back in my family somewhere, somebody lied because there were a bunch of horse thieves and whatever's. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, you know, I think that that became a part of people's family folklore. But, you know, the record that she has, like you talked about, that she identified as one thing for a long time, then changed it. And the fact that she never affiliated, never did anything for Standing Rock. I mean, all of that just goes back into liar, liar, pants on fire. And it's yeah. a problem. And, and just a total lack of political courage her entire career. She's never right. taken it. Like, for all everyone's like, oh, she, she stood up to... She she performatively stood up to some CEOs during during you know hearings, but that's literally all she's ever done that took any kind of remote courage her entire career. Anytime it actually mattered, anytime her vote or her, or her presence behind a, a a movement mattered, she fucking was silent. I mean, no she show. crossed 
She mm-hmm. during this fucking campaign, she crossed the this. I mean, this is unbelievable to me that we, we're fucking still that people don't even talk about this. She she jumped right on board the Hammer Bernie train with the Culinary Workers Union when the union bosses decided to fuck their their rank and file by you know support by not supporting Bernie. Uh, and trying to lie about his, you know, how you take away health care from the culinary workers. Right. She jumped right on board with that. She crossed the culinary workers picket line twice in this fucking campaign when she was, you know, in, in Vegas. at one Or I forget exactly where she was staying, but uh, she crossed their picket line twice. Like, it, it's just. And, it, and it just, isn't just her. It's the fact that her supporters, or at least the majority of them, it, it would seem, when you remind them of these facts, they say, who cares? <clears throat> That stuff yeah. doesn't matter to them. Because they standing, certainly don't. Standing up with right. the water protectors at Standing Rock doesn't matter to her supporters. Uh, crossing a picket line doesn't matter to her supporters. You know, I mean, there may have been people that just wanted to vote for a woman, and eventually were like, okay, but you know, these things bother me about her candidacy and her record, and eventually you voted for, for Bernie, and that's why I think she did so terribly. Medicare uh, for all fucking mattered to her supporters. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> would, right. Well, it matters to the whole Democratic base, which is why it's, it's yeah. just, when, when they realize that she was bullshit, this is, every candidate, you know, who started out supporting Medicare oh, yeah. for all, Andrew torpedoed Dillon, their- Stacey Abrams, Beto O'Rourke, all of them. Kamala Harris, Buttigieg, yeah, Yeah. committed committed candidacy suicide by running away from Medicare for all. Yep. So keep trying it. They're just going to keep trying it, and it's going to keep fucking losing them elections. Just great fucking strategy by the Democrats. Um, Well, here's the other said you you said how many uh, Democrats believe that Joe Biden also supports Medicare for all. There was no actual numbers, but a a non-zero number, like a significant percentage of, of you know. And but again, even if even even if we don't know the exact numbers, every state that was polled, Medicare for all was popular by like fifty, sixty percent. You know, like it, it, like like favorable view, which really does infuriates me. You know, when they put out these push polls to say, well, what, what matters more to you? Uh, stopping Trump or voting for somebody that uh, agrees with you on policy, most nobody thinks that way, for one. They're putting that schism in people's minds to benefit uh-huh. Joe Biden, right? Yep. And, and if you are okay with voting somebody who you don't agree with on policy, why are you opposed to Donald Trump? Again, remind me why you're opposed to him. Is it policy? Because he's mean. He's oh, you mean. should play the Scaramucci thing now. Because let's talk about that and what a Trumpist is and what the difference uh, is. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's let's, yeah, yeah, let's play let's, that. Let's listen uh, to that. Here. And you can plead the fifth on this one. Um, I've never had, so I probably won't. In an election between Trump and Biden, do you stay as a Republican? Well, I stay as a Republican, but I vote for Joe Biden. So I'm a how Republican. Can you, how can you I'm a Republican say that? for Joe Biden because the president's not a Republican. At the end of the day, the Republicans well, no, that are, are around the president's. <laughs> well, I'm not a Trumpist. I'm, I'm an old school Republican like Mitt Romney, old school Republican like George Herbert Walker Bush. I'm not a Trumpist. I don't agree with the spending, the two trillion dollars of additional deficit spending. I don't re- agree with the hatred and the nonsense, the license for impunity, the racism. That stuff I don't buy into. But the more traditional conservative aspects of growing the economy through supply-side economics, that's stuff that I do. Will you campaign for Biden? Uh, if he asks me to, I will. Perhaps Biden. You think he's going to ask me? I don't know. You know, know him. But maybe he watches CNN. You know maybe he watches CNN International. We'll see. Good of course see. I'll campaign for him. we got to beat Trump. Come on, it's ridiculous. You know and your viewers know how crazy Trump is, and they know that same people have to work together to beat him. 
Anthony Scaramucci fucking work for Donald Trump. Like this is the, the level of, of like I'm not a Trumpist. <laughs> not Trumpist. I was just his fucking chief propagandist for like ten minutes. God, you know, he's he's so sleazy. But what he says God, there, there's there's like a, a couple of grains of truth to it. Um, one of the, one of them, of course, is that you, Joe Biden is a Republican. <laughs> yeah, no, that was, that was the best part. He's like, oh yeah, no, we're uh, Republican for Joe Biden. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, it, but then also, just I mean, as sleazy as he is, the the, the fact that he's saying like, well, yeah, I, I don't believe in all the racism, but you know, I completely believe in uh, supply side economic uh, capitalism. <laughs> as though that's not racist, <laughs> you yeah, know. Yeah. Well, exactly, and that's what I was thinking. That you know, so Trumpist. That, that doesn't exist, and, and we're never going to let that exist. But but if you want to talk about the difference between the two, it's just how open are they with their sexism and their racism and their you know xenophobia and White all of that. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's the only difference. How open. It's not that it isn't there. It's just how open about it are you? Oh, yeah, 100%. Because even these, these, these people... Who who claim that they're just you know fiscally conservative, but they 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 don't agree with Trump's rhetoric or his racism? It's like no, nah, they're still fucking racist because the Democrats are still fucking racist at the end of the day. It's just who who hides it better and who doesn't expose it as much, you know? Like somebody it's really- uh, he had a great tweet today said uh, Joe Biden's racism is like the country club golf course racism. Trump's racism <laughs> is the parking lot outside a Leonard Skinner concert. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up your lighters. That's true, <laughs> but 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 it's also the golf course. Like he he kind of talks to both constituencies of racist Trump. Like because he he does have the the golf course oh, racism, course, but then course. it's just the 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 fucking you know Charlottesville Nazis racism also. Well, and, and he, there's he also the all racist the don't care. Everybody. There's the don't care, don't raise my taxes group, which really is not about race at all. It's yeah. just you know I don't. We might as well vote for Joe Biden because that's. Basically, what you'll get with him too. No Rosie significant change. <laughs> Fucking Rosie O'Donnell's on Twitter oh. saying, you know, it's not the establishment that's going to beat you, Bernie. It's the voters. It's like it, really the 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 people of color that you care so much about, uh, who you don't want your taxes to be raised that would benefit those people. That's who you want to save you from mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders. Cut, you know, uh, increasing your taxes. Save me, poor black people. I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> not be as rich as I used to be. Yeah. Listen to Whoopi Goldberg. She'll she'll you know she'll steer you in the right direction. She's not a rich fucking right wing you know capitalist to her bones. Also, she's not just looking out for her fucking money. Oh God, fucking hate the view. All right, so here's the uh, here's the clip, the other clip of Warren from the press conference that you wanted us to play. Uh, we'll, we'll listen to that. I will not be running for president in 2020, but I guarantee I will stay in the fight. For the hardworking folks across this country who have gotten the short end of the stick over and over. That's been the fight of my life, and it will continue to be so. Will you be making an endorsement today? We know that you spoke with both Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders Uh yesterday. Uh, Not today. Not today. I need some space around this, and I want to take a little time to think a little more. This has been the honor of a lifetime. Uh, Ten years ago, I was teaching a few blocks from here. And talking about what was broken in America and ideas for how to fix it. And pretty much nobody wanted to hear it. And I've had a chance to get out there and talk with millions of people. Gender in this race, you know, that is the trap question for every woman. Uh, If you say, yeah, there was sexism in this race, everyone says, whiner. And if you say, no, there was no sexism... 
about a bazillion women think, what planet do you live on? <sighs> I'm so tired. <laughs> Just tired. It's exhausting. So, it's it's she, like the, the Harry Potter thing, you know? Like, you need, please, you need to read other books, people. Like, this is, Liz Warren's <laughs> not fighting for fucking you. Book. She's not, she's like, oh, I'm just going to keep fighting for the people who got the short end of the stick. What does that mean? Like, f- and if you, and if you do read, what if, that means. And for all you people who only do have one fucking book and it's Harry Potter, she's not Hermione Granger. She's fucking <laughs> Rita Skeeter. Like, that's who she really is. She pretends no to be nice to your face. No I know. Clue it, it, words I'm, I'm speaking to liberals right now. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> she pretends to be nice to you and then writes salacious shit behind your back and tries to smear you. That's who Elizabeth Warren really is. Her language was candidate. really, really squishy in that. Um, yeah, she didn't say a whole so, lot to give anyone any indication one way or the other. What we know is this. Bernie said he did speak with her yesterday, so they're not totally incommunicado. No, uh, yeah. And he said today... That he would be, uh, I don't know if he used the words looking forward to, but he'd be open to talking with her about some kind of a role in his administration. So it's not Mm -hmm. off the table, but it's certainly not a done deal. Just the fact that she's trying to be the fucking bell of the ball now and that she's trying to have everyone like the fact that she's even entertaining endorsing Joe Biden, the person that she literally claimed she got into politics to fight, you know, his bankruptcy bill. It should tell you all you need to know about how the fact that she has no principles whatsoever. Yeah, someone else online said that, that if if you sit there and you can't say for sure, that tells you all you need to know. If you don't know for certain that she's Bernie. It couldn't be more stark. It could not be more stark, the difference between Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden. And it couldn't be more stark where you should lie if you you actually support any of the things you claim to. Exactly. She, in in the full interview, says... That uh, well, I you know I thought there was room in between a Biden and a Bernie. Like that's you're you're pretending <laughs> is the she said there's no lane for someone between the two of them, and she thought there was, and she tr- turned out she was wrong. Like she's scolding us that we wouldn't pick someone between a B- Biden and yep. a Bernie. It, it's like that's someone exactly who's why you there. didn't get support from either <laughs> side is because right. there really isn't a lane between those two. And the fact that you're oh, not pretending that that you're not on. Bernie's side, that you're not part of a progressive movement, that you're, oh, I'm, I'm not sure where I fall now. That's just prima donna bullshit. You know exactly where you, you just want more fucking so, favors. You want more ass kissing. Uh, you want to get invited on more TV shows. She wants to get on The View and go, oh, I don't know, will I, won't I? You know, she wants that. That's what she wants to keep having well, happen to her right now. And I could be wrong on this, but I truly don't believe that Bernie... I know that he does this when it comes to, let's say, trade deals or, or legislation he's working on. He's willing to kind of, you know, um, make agreements and compromise. But I don't believe that he's the kind of politician that's willing to do the something for something exchange. You endorse me in exchange for this role in my cabinet. I truly don't believe it. He's comfortable with that. So while I think that yeah. he might be open to saying, you know, yeah, if I win, you know, let's talk about that or whatever. And I think you should endorse me. I don't think he'd be willing to say endorse me and I'll give you X, Y, Z. Especially because most people who make those claims are thinking in the back of their head. Yeah. Well, I don't, I'm not actually bound to do that. Like I, I can right. always fuck them up. Cause that's what Hillary did to Warren in 2016. It was like, well, don't run, you know, may like you, there's a, you know, real nice VP slot waiting for you. Maybe if you don't run against me for all and we then, know, that's what Biden did this time. Yeah. And, and all then of she, them, <laughs> she rat fucked her. Bernie would never do that. Like Bernie's too, too 
good of a person to actually to, to lie about something like that. Like if he tells somebody he's going to do it, he would do it, which is why he probably didn't tell her he would do it. Like he and that occurred said, to like, me. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I just I agree with you. I think he probably said to her, like, look, I'd love to, to talk to you about a position in my administration. Like, I, you know, I, I posited like I, I would be, again, as much bad blood as there is and as much as I don't like her as a politician, uh, I'd be fine with her being like Treasury Secretary, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the Treasury Secretary has almost no actual uh, agency over the over what the Treasury Department does. The president says do this and you do it or you're fired. Like, you know, that's, that's how, you know, treasury secretaries are extremely, um, subject, subject to what the, the president's agenda so, is. Uh, are you saying that you, you, uh, want to include Warren, but not give her any actual agency as a woman? <laughs> yep. No, that's exactly what I'm saying. No, I'm saying I don't Got trust it. her for Got a it. fucking second. Uh, I would never, bro. you know, never make her a VP, you know, I, I, it, you know, I don't. I think that's you know. Well, I, I, I think that ship has kind of sailed anyway. I don't know point. if people are allowing for the possibility that she got fucked by the establishment, fucked over too. That well, she's, that she she's an idiot. So yeah, it's very possible that she was that she was the into... chosen one. Yeah, and that you know when all of that happened, I mean maybe they talked to her, maybe they didn't, but it seems to me like whatever she was going for, she didn't get. Well, well, hundred percent. She is a because again, at the end of the day, as much as she is a liar, she's also an idiot. She's a rube. Um, and she got completely tricked into staying into the race way longer than she had, than she should have being viable for way longer than she should have. She got propped up by the persist pack, which a super pack, which she claimed she would never do dumped $10 million into her campaign the week before Wasn't Super it Tuesday. Yeah, it it might've been that. 12. Yeah. Um, backed by fucking Billy. It might've been backed by Bloomberg himself for all we know. A lot of people are theorizing on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then immediately after Super Tuesday, they're like, yeah, we're not going to b- before Super Tuesday's voting started, like the day of Super Tuesday, they're like, yeah, we're not going to be running ads for her on for the uh, March 10th primaries. She got fucking suckered like they 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 literally were just putting her in there to blunt Bernie Sanders momentum. And then they were going to throw her away because they knew that she wouldn't actually be viable and they're not they were never going to support her. Like this whole idea that she thinks she was going to go to the convention, she was going to make the pitch to the establishment. They <laughs> hate her, too. Like yeah. she. Yeah. As milk toast as she they is, they only, still yeah they only they always get what they want when it was useful to try to stop Bernie. And the instant that she didn't look like the front runner, they just dumped her. Um, and, and it's hilarious to see like the like the mind pretzels that the the all the you know Wapo New York Times opinion writers will will jump through <laughs> to make their case for Biden why he's the <laughs> you know they they're just they're flat out admitting it. They're not even like trying to hide it anymore. Um, so this is by everyone's favorite douchebag, uh, Jonathan Chait. Uh, <laughs> here's the headline. Joe Biden is now again. the only Joe Biden is now the only Democrat who can stop Bernie Sanders, not beat Trump, but <laughs> stop Bernie Sanders. I'm going to read All you a little bit here about, yeah. After Joe Biden finished an astonishing fourth in Iowa and then fifth place in New Hampshire, I wrote a postmortem for his campaign. And now it looks like one of the worst things I've ever written. Biden was not <laughs> this saying is, something. Yeah, Right. <laughs> so okay, this next paragraph is, is just amazing. Biden was not my first or second or third choice. <laughs> he is <laughs> he is endlessly exasperating, but he has a quality many of uh, in, uh, many mm. of the media elites have failed to see his meandering delivering 
uh, marred with a stutter that seems to have returned in his old age that he had previously mastered oh. as a young man, Aye. nonetheless manages oh, to convey sincerity and decency. <laughs> so he's like, <laughs> he's admitting that Biden was not even in his, like Biden was his fourth choice or, or worse, but now we must support him because just, only Biden can beat Bernie Sanders. Just real quick, for anyone that believes that bullshit about his stutter returning, you're a fucking mark because that's not what's happening. He is... He is fumble. He's not stuttering his words. He's saying things like Super Thursday instead of Super Tuesday. He's introducing his wife as his sister. He's not fucking he's confabulating completely, he's, yeah. making up stories about what happened in South Africa. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's making shit up. This is what you. This is what Ronald Reagan started doing. Is he started eventually telling stories on the campaign trail, which were just movies that he were in, but he was telling them which as if they were actual memories. At least right. he actually like did was in a place where he was pretending to do those things. But that but that's what your brain does is that it, <laughs> it, it has these these really you know hardwired memories in it, and I think you remember like the the you know the narrative aspects of it, but you forget that it didn't happen to you. Like that's what your right. brain Biden's does when your been... cognition's declining. Right, but it's like like I, just Reagan, you know, like he went and rode on a horse, and there was like a camera crew and they're like filming it. <laughs> well, so Biden those, he, did he go did to South Africa, but things. he didn't get arrested. He got right. separated how from you, his tour group. How do you <laughs> imagine getting arrested with Nelson Mandela? I, I, that would be like an international incident if, for a yeah, same no, that, that, to be arrested outside the country. <laughs> that would be world. My mom imagined I married a doctor, so I don't know how all that shit works. But but yeah, I mean, was that, was that due to cognitive decline or? Yeah. Yeah. Is that just like wishful thinking? No, cognitive. She has Alzheimer's, Ah, yeah. Gotcha. But yeah, and again, like we say, like we've all had family members experiences. It's it's just what your brain does. And it's like, you know, once he drops out, I'll feel bad for the guy. But right now he's destroying our fucking country and he's on the verge of killing her one shot to actually do anything that could actually improve millions of people's material conditions in this country. So he needs to be fucking destroyed. I said this online, but the, the other thing is, who would be in charge? It, I mean, so let's say hypothetically he gets elected. Like, is it his, his YA? Is it like the VP? Who who are we? No, electing? his cabinet of fucking ghouls. People like Rahm Emanuel and other monsters like that that he's going to bring. The worst people, the most right wing people from the Obama administration, who are going to be in charge? We're going to bring John Brennan back. We're going to bring Rahm Emanuel back. We're bringing Leon Panetta back. Like all these fucking scumbags that Michelle you know. Obama as VP is a rumor. I mean, oh good god, I think she it's just a rumor, but she yeah. It's ironic because I just started uh, rewatching The Sopranos from start to finish, which I I never watched the whole series. I've watched like bits and pieces of it, and you know, I still I've haven't. never yeah. never binged the whole thing. But I'm um, I'm sort of at the at the part where uh, you know his mother has uh, put out a hit for him, and you don't know if it's because she's going senile or if she's just faking it to <laughs> to like look like she's weak, even though she's still pulling the levers of the mafia family. Uh, and there's she even has like a stroke. And, you know, the doctors are trying to, like, wheel her away. Uh, and, and Tony Soprano's, like, like convinced she's faking it. And he's like, look, she smiled. She smiled. And they're, <laughs> they're like, pulling him off of her because he's trying to beat up his own mother after she tried That's to so kill funny. him. Um, yeah. And, and it's like, you really, they don't, they don't let you, they never let you know. So as the audience, like, you don't know it, when she's faking or not. <laughs> so, um, whereas with, with Joe, it's, like, pretty clear that he can't help it. No. Yeah. So, and again, so just real quick on the Warren thing, there was one more clip I wanted to play that you sent. Um, 
so you know, people will be like, "Oh, well, Bernie was sorry supporters were rude to her online." Bernie Sanders was was a fucking saint to her, as far as I'm concerned, with all the shit that she did to him and the the la- the way he refused to attack her. Um, compare that to the way Joe Biden treated her on the debate stage yeah. this this election cycle. Who votes? I got votes for that bill. I convinced people to vote for it. So let's get those things straight too. Senator Warren, do you want to respond? I am deeply grateful to President Obama, who fought so hard to make sure that agency was passed into law. And I am deeply grateful (laughs) to every single person who fought for it and who helped pass it into law. But understand... You did a hell of a job in your job. Thank you. They would I mean, have booed Bernie. <laughs> yeah. No, he, he like literally screamed at her at the top of that cliff. Like, I well, got you, can't you those see. damn He's votes. directly next to her, too. He's, He's shouting at her from in her two face. feet away. Yeah. Um, it just in the other, there was the other clip where, uh, you know, the one, the one person who called him out for his cognitive mental state was uh, Julian Castro. Castro. Yeah. And was like, you don't remember what you said two minutes ago? Oh, and God, as soon as he said that, all over Biden went fucking berserk. And that's another part of the cognitive decline is getting angry out of nowhere mm-hmm. um, that, that you can't sense. recall things. And, you know, because, you, you, you know, on, on some level, he's got to be aware of it himself. Right. And anytime people notice it, he, he gets extremely defensive and starts shouting. Right. And somehow that's not considered to be problematic. But if Bernie uh, raises his voice to talk about an issue that affects all of us, that's that's the thing that you're worried about. Oh, Bernie is Bernie's too angry. Yeah, hey, hey, all you idiots who are like, why is Bernie yelling at me during the debates? Are, are you going to say that about Joe Biden now? Because Joe Biden is genuinely yelling at people rather than Bernie, who is yeah. animatedly talking about the the atrocities Bernie's that our system commits on people. Bernie's not yelling at you. Bernie's yelling for you. How right. do you not yeah. see that, people? Well, probably not for you, the, the you know millionaire pundit with a blue check on Twitter, <laughs> who's you know doing just fine and has great right. health care. Um, but no, he's I, yelling I have for millions us. of dollars. <laughs> I have nothing. What is? I don't. I don't see what yeah, I don't, I, well, what's, what's yeah. the benefit of him yelling. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't have any student loans. Come on. What's <laughs> the big fucking deal, guys? Like, oh, God. I just, yeah, this, this primary is going to fucking kill me. Like, I'm just convinced. Well, yeah. And I mean, I can't help but think what is the way forward. So, you know, with black people, what is the way forward? How do we better reach those communities? I think we need to have a real honest and open conversation about that. Um what do we do with women? How do we reach those that were Warren people? And, and you know, some are falling in line and you see it on Twitter. Some aren't. Uh, what do we do with boomers and older? That's what well, I mean. Look, that's the thing is Bernie is actually winning with young people of every demographic. He's overwhelmingly winning with young black voters. It's just, again, it's the boomers that are fucking dragging us to hell with them. Like, it's just they they it, just in general in this country, the fucking boomers. They think they're saving us or that's what they say. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, no, you had your shot. You, you've had your shot for the last fucking 40 years and you fucked up. You fucking let Reagan run our economy into the ground, completely destroy any kind of upward mobility for gerrymandering, losing all those seats on yeah. and on and on. It's no. And like, it's our fucking turn now. Like, just get out of the way. If you don't want to fucking, you know, do the bold thing, then get out of the fucking way and let us do our shit. Let us work. Like We're about know. to be in charge of y'all in the old folks home. Yeah. So. Yeah. You want to be put in a nice home. You want to be put in the home with the fucking rats crawling across your chest and the ceiling leaking. Like, 
Well, and, that's, and this, that's is, the, this is the problem, is that these people all grew up living comfortable lives because mm-hmm. of the socialist reforms of FDR and Francis Perkins. And these people have never had to struggle for the things that they, they have taken for granted, right? But there's still all these other issues that we are trying to make progress on and have been for 40 years. And you know, we've been saying since the 1960s that, oh, <laughs> once, once all the old people die off, then all the you know, hippies will take over and everything will be fucking utopia. And it never <laughs> happens. Because no, those are the like, people <laughs> fucking us over right now. Is right. the people who grew up during that the sixties? Exactly. Not all of them, but no, 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 fucking recumbent bicycles and wear uh, socks under their sandals are ruining. <laughs> they all grew don't up as talk about my Peloton like that. <laughs> no, I don't have one. I swear. But that's. I mean that, and and then they say, well, I want the young people come out to vote. Why won't they come out to? Because you make it too hard for one. Uh, for mm-hmm. two, they're hyper media aware and realize that they're getting rat fucked. Uh, for three, it's, you know, it's just... You very rarely give them candidates to vote for. Yeah, and it's also completely unfair to expect young voters to suddenly save the world from the people that are destroying it. I mean, they just got here. Like, what's what's your fucking excuse? You're, what, 50, 60, 65? You're watching fucking, you know, corporate news going, I don't understand why they don't like Bernie. Like, because they... Kicking back, looking at your retirement (laughs) accounts. Yeah, you know, Michael Michael Bloomberg, he's saying a lot of things uh, that... that, (laughs) You know, a lot of things are making sense. Yeah, it's those it's, people. It's, it's it's just... You're going to blame things for not getting better, but then you want to pick the middle-of-the-road candidate and say, oh, Bernie's not electable. Well, you're making that a self-fulfilling prophecy by not supporting him in the first place. If you are a you know liberal Democrat and you say, well, you know, I, I, I like this Abdul Saeed from Michigan governor, but no one's going to elect him. It's like, well, you just fucking made that true by not supporting yeah. him, right? So, you, you know, have, have fun with fucking Gretchen Whitmer, and her endorsement of Joe Biden, if that's the, you know, you want things to get better, but then you resign yourself to never making that happen. Biden right? has so, said nothing will fundamentally change. Yep. Nothing. That's, that's, that's it. Nothing that's, that's will his, change. That's his slogan. And that's um, from Trump. He's saying that. So, like. Yeah. And, yeah. and all yeah. Trump's got to do, uh, someone made a meme out of this. Or, or no, they, they tweeted a, a Trump, pro-Trump meme and said, this is all Trump's going to have to do. All he's going to have to do to, to beat Biden is get up on stage and say, if Biden had all these ideas to fix America, why didn't mm-hmm. he do it when he was vice president? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> on top of, hey, uh, you're really going to vote for this guy? He has dementia. Like, th- that, that's going to be his go-to fucking line. Like, you know, and, and he, he loves to mock people's uh, what, What's going to be Joe Biden's too. counter? That's, Wait, that's, I know, mean, you know, Trump misspeaks slightly. Yelling about right? corn he pop? Says like, I, I, I don't know. But like, he's, like, someone posted be. an interview where uh, the, the woman reporter was trying to interview him. Frozen. Like, couldn't, couldn't get her words out, and he started to mock her during the interview. He's like, come on, come on, we'll just, just spit it out, spit it out. And this is only a couple of years ago. So th- this, is, this is how Donald Trump is going to eviscerate Joe Biden on stage. And all these things that people were like, oh, no, 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 there's nothing wrong with Joe, nothing wrong with Joe. You're, you're hiding the weaknesses of this candidate, and he's going to lose to Trump because of it. This is, this is more obvious than ever, and I can't believe so many people are just blissfully unaware of how bad Biden is and how terribly he's going to lose in this election in the general. I got to say, though, can't we just fast forward to AOC as president? Because I'm just, I, it's going to sound ageist. Maybe it is. But I just, I, I feel like we need somebody younger in there. I mean, I support Bernie. You know I do. Um, but I, I don't understand why when it comes to presidential candidates, we've got to look at people who are in their 70s and 80s, and we can't, we can't really think about anybody beyond that. This is yeah. where well, the I mean, finals are. The party, the party is always just completely 
tamp down on any young, like, like inspiring actual agent of change coming up. And not like party. Buttigieg. Please don't don't misunderstand no, me. That's Buttigieg not what I'm is saying. A fucking boomer. Like, look, people yeah. judge is a boomer. Like we, we've established people judge is a baby boomer. It's a mentality. It's not an age, you know, um, but no, I mean, historically, they've shut out the AOCs of the party, which is why there are so few of them in the party, like young, dynamic politicians who actually it's want to mistrust. do things to help people's it's, lives. Yeah, it's a, it's a institutional mistrust of young people. You know, it's the NSA terrified of the next Edward Snowden, right? Because they know oh, that yeah. young people are far more likely to take actions that will harm those institutions, Right, so that's why they don't want to hand the keys over. Right, so what does she uh, have? Like eight people primarying her. I mean, it's oh yeah, bananas. Hilarious. Um, and then you got the, this this uh, what is it? The the chick who's trying to primary uh, Ilhan Omar that got kicked off Twitter for calling for her execution. Now has an active felony warrant for shoplifting because she skipped her hearing. Oh, <laughs> she <yeah>. skipped, <laughs> it's just, like these are the people they want to take down. Are they find the be- they find like a Laura Loomer in every fucking state <laughs> to run against these like super <laughs> dynamic, popular, progressive women? Like it's just, just just wait till unreal. Gun Girl gets tired of doing YouTube and decides to run for fucking office. <laughs> That's gonna be so funny. <laughs> oh, I. Just hope it happens so much. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I, I would love AOC to, to continue to, to be awesome. Um, my worry is that she's flexible on too many issues and because she mm-hmm. sees her, she sees how good she is at campaigning uh, and, and knows that, yeah, I'll cut a couple corners here and then a couple more and then a couple more. Um, you know, when she goes out and, and campaigns for Bernie and like doesn't even say his name the whole time, it's like, are you just campaigning for yourself super super complimentary about liz warren at the same time that liz is like slamming bernie in the fucking media it's like they still gotta work there they still got i mean i know but you know what i know bernie's surrogates are doing him no favors like his big favor his big surrogates like her and rokana it doesn't do him any favors to talk up the person who's shitting on him constantly i mean it's not an issue anymore because warren dropped out but like they were just constantly praising Warren and saying nice things about her and her supporters right. while she's and, literally on the other channel talking about how Bernie hasn't gotten anything done in 30 years using and, Hillary Clinton talking it, points. I can understand if it was there was a, a, a quid pro quo to that tactic, yeah. but like they're never Pelosi's never going to fucking compliment you back, AOC. Like she's never, she, you know, just is outright rude to you. Oh, the Green New Dream or whatever. It's just mm-hmm. constant condescension. So, uh, you know, praising Pelosi, just don't. Don't, don't get, bother she, with it. She's just really got to, I don't know. She's got to spend more time around Bernie. I, I, I really feel like Bernie is like the the wise, you know, Jedi master who can be like, look, listen, I played nice with these people for, you know, 25 years. And they've, he's they still playing nice the with back. them now. More times is. than I can remember. He does, but he doesn't play as nice as she does with them. He's learned, you know, not to praise Nancy Pelosi. Like He's not, you know, doing that <laughs> shit anymore. Like he, he he's learned a little bit at least, I, and yeah, I just I do worry that she's, you know, the the battle for her soul as a politician is still undecided. That's that's my concern with her. Also. It's true but. of all young people. I mean, you you need some time to to decide who yeah. or what you stand for. No, and she went like there that. young Rashida's and not like that, though. idealistic. They're a little older, and um, yeah, that's true. That's true. They yeah, look younger. I mean, they they're they're actually old. Yeah. They, you know, I can't believe how old, and not that she's old, but like Ilhan looks like amazing for her, like just in general. But like for her, I, I was shocked when I learned she was like over forty. Yeah, she's very, very young face. Um, she too. <clears throat> They're both up there in age, but like not, you know. 
Hey, um, well, you know, I'm turning 40, and I look like probably, you know, 32-ish on a good day uh, if I'm hydrated well. So, you know, it's... Where's, the, where's Joe Biden? Looks like the fucking Crip Keeper. And he's, you know... <laughs> yeah, and he's had facelifts, too. Right. <laughs> I don't know if people and hair realize plugs that. and, yeah. Uh, ugh, ugh. Yeah, I was, I was... I tweeted this the other day. You know, Hillary Clinton, I despise on policy uh, and her, her pettiness and her cackle. Um, but I don't like see a picture of her and feel, you know, disgusted. Nauseous. Wait, like I, when I look at Joe Biden touching another human being, I want to vomit. You know, the, the, the video where he grabs the one woman by her chin, you know, like he's showing off a fucking a, a, a prize show dog or something like that. Like, I just I want to fucking punch him. You know, yep. there's just this revulsion whenever I see Joe Biden. And I the idea of him being elected president and having to, you know, I. I probably would disturb me more than Donald Trump. I know that's bad to say, but um, at least sometimes Trump's funny. And and it's like a mean, awful funny, but it's still just like, sorry. Trump was hilarious during Super Tuesday. Like, his tweets were, like, better than anything anyone was saying on CNN. When he was mocking uh, Michael Bloomberg for being so short behind the podium, I was just like, (laughs) this is why he fucking wins. This is why he wins, because he he just, he he takes the the mask off of... uh, the idea that you have to act in this very dignified way mm-hmm. to, to be the president and the fucking, you know, the trailer park people love that shit. They're like, he just like If me. he makes us laugh who are, who are automatically biased to dislike him for his shitty policies. It's like, you imagine for the people that are kind of malleable and don't really give a shit. He's like, they love it. Entertainment yeah. for them. He's like, Oh yeah. And, and, if somebody can make you laugh, they've won you over. Like that's you know not for our not for not for us when it comes to him because we actually know the horrible shit that he does, like in, you know, and the things he believes in. But um, it, that's such a big part of I think why he won and why he's he's you know why people like I just you know and the and that's the thing and when the media is like oh he's so uncouth and oh I can't that just makes them like him more. Because the people, most people are like, you're stuffing up your ass. Like, that's like, you know. That's it does not... because they can't navigate, you know, what's what they're allowed to say anymore is what they say. So they, they want to be able to go back yeah. to the old days of being able to make jokes against women and racist jokes yeah. and whatever. And For sure. Yeah. And even like even people that aren't like that, even people that are just like. Look, I, you know, we have irreverent sense. I have an irreverent sense of humor like that. You know, I, I don't like when people joke police, you know, Dave Chappelle. Like, and, and, I, and again, I'm not saying that everything he says is fine. He does right. go overboard with shit. But, you know, I, I like I'm I'm not I'm not like you a can joke laugh. policer. Yeah, yeah, you can fucking laugh at shit. That's all right. That's that's part of comedy is making you laugh at horrible shit. Like that's like, you know. People make a whole career. Dave Chappelle's made a whole career out of that. Jim Jeffries has made a whole career out of like saying really irreverent shit that's funny, but like, you know, you would never say in polite society. It's a joke. Right. Like that's all point of stand up. So, but, the, but I, and I think he, maybe not even uh, on a conscious level, but on a subconscious level, I think he identifies that, you know, and, 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 and uses that to his advantage. Um, you know, I don't know if he's smart enough to even piece that together, but I think he's, <laughs> he, he, he definitely has, has used that to his advantage, but uh, yeah, in any event, but let me read out the super Tuesday results real quick, because, uh, obviously that was, you know, the big, the big story. So Alabama, uh, hundred percent. Rep- um, by the way, I mentioned this to you, I think before we went on air, every state is at a hundred percent reporting except for three. <laughs> Do you want to guess which three, uh, uh, Comrade, because Ladonna already told this to. 
off air. Uh, do I want to guess guess which three? The, uh, the which all the ones that Bernie won? Yeah, actually, <laughs> that's uh, that's exactly right. Uh, California, which of course is a big state, so you expect that to not be fully reported. Colorado, uh, only at seventy nine percent reporting, and Utah, very small state, only at seventy four percent reporting. Every other state's at one hundred or ninety nine percent reporting, including much bigger states. Uh, and the three states that I mentioned happen to be the ones that Bernie won. So, you know, nothing going on there. Just them trying to make Joe Biden look like the delegate lead uh, all the way up until the next round of voting on Tuesday. Nothing nothing fishy going on there at all. Um, and, I mean, it's, it's, it's infuriating because most of those states he won, he wasn't even campaigning in. Uh, Virginia, what did he have? One campaign office in all of Virginia, I read. Yeah, that, he, had one, just, he had one office in California. He had one office in the entire fucking state, the biggest state in the union. Which so, is why, yeah. if the numbers increase for Biden at this point in California, I, I mean, get out your best. That's all I can yeah, say. Yeah, no, I know. Hundred um, percent. So yeah, it, it's just it's you look how hard Bernie has to fight and how hard we have to fight um, against this massive media machine. Like Biden doesn't even have to do anything. They just wheel him around from place to place. He never has to be accountable for anything. He has to hide uh, and not talk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly. I was saying last, I was saying the other day, like, you think it was bad when the DNC, you know, once Bernie started catching Hillary, that the DNC just completely, you know, shut down the debate schedule? That's going to be on steroids during this primary. You're going to see, you know, uh, maybe a debate a month if we're lucky. Like, it's, they're going to really fucking string this out. Um, but yeah, let me, let me read the results real quick. So, uh, so Biden, of course, won Arkansas or uh, Alabama pretty handedly, uh, 63% to Bernie at 16%. Um, you know, to be expected, uh, again, Joe Biden does the best in super right wing, deep South Republican States, uh, which the Democrats would never win in a million years in the general. So, you know, great candidate to have there. Arkansas, uh, Joe Biden won, uh, 40% to 22.4% over Bernie in second. Um, I also want to point out Bernie is viable in all of these states. So he did pick up delegates in every state. I think he's the only other candidate to be viable in every state. Uh, California, of course, Bernie won. Uh, won pretty big, you know, 33%. Uh, to t- right now it's 33 to 25. I, I think that number is really fucking low, but whatever. Um, well, wasn't it just also, you know, people that said, that, well, Bernie's not growing his base, but a lot of these states, even though he, he lost, he got way more delegates than he did in 2016. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, Colorado, Bernie won uh, 36% to 23%. Uh, Maine, uh, Biden barely won 34.1 to 32.9. Uh, and that was, you know, super close. So they, you know, basically kind of split that state. Uh, Massachusetts, which, uh, again, Liz Warren, if she had dropped out, Bernie would have probably won the state significantly. Biden had 33.6% to Bernie's 26.7, and Warren had 21.4, the only state that she was viable in uh, during, during Super Tuesday. Um, How is her career not just completely over after this? You come in third place in your home state. That's pathetic. That's yeah. fucking pathetic. Her I mean, only you, move from here is to get a cabinet position, as far as I'm concerned, because I will work the campaign of anyone who primaries her. Yeah, and, and then, I don't even know if she'd win re-election. Like, if, if you don't even this dismally? win your home state, that's like El Gore territory, where you have to go get, like, a, just disappear. Like, you can't be in politics anymore after you lose your home state, <laughs> let alone come in She's third. She's going to have to grow a beard and <laughs> make a movie. <laughs> oh, 
please don't. Oh yeah, please don't. Uh, I would I would not watch it. Um, but 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 and again, Massachusetts, an eight point differential in exit polls. That's fishy as fuck. So like, let's just let's just keep that on Front Street. Um, Minnesota, another state that Bernie would have won if if uh, Warren wasn't had dropped out before Super Tuesday. Biden beat him by eight points, thirty eight to twenty nine point three point nine percent. She ended up with 15.4%. Uh, Bernie was leading, like, significantly over even Klobuchar when she was running, um, you know, in that state. Uh, and But, of course, Klobuchar dropping out, throwing all of her weight behind Biden, and Warren staying in the race really fucked Bernie in that state, and that would have been a really big win for Bernie. Um, let's see. We have North Carolina, where Bernie was polling close to first uh, in the week before the primary. Uh, Joe Biden, 43% to Bernie, 24%. <sighs> Oklahoma, Liz Warren's other home state back when she was Native American. Uh, Joe Biden, 38%, Bernie, 25%. He's actually pretty close in Oklahoma. That's, that's you know, it's not bad for Bernie in the, in the Deep South. Um, let's see, Tennessee, another state that Bernie was leading uh, in the week before uh, Super Tuesday. Joe Biden, 41%, Bernie Sanders, 25%. Uh, Texas, which was really a fucking ball breaker of a state. Uh, Biden beat Bernie narrowly, 34 to 30%. Um, Bernie was ahead in, in, in a ton of polling before Super Tuesday, before they rat-fucked him. Uh, on top of the fact that all of the polling stations that were closed were in, you know, uh, heavily black and Latino areas which almost certainly would have gone overwhelmingly for Bernie Sanders. It's like they, they fucking basically Stacey Abrams, Stacey Abrams, Bernie in Texas. Like he probably won Texas. If everyone who was intended to vote actually were allowed to vote, but you know, people had to wait seven hours to vote and they're just not going to fucking do that. Nobody's going to do that. It's just, did you see the um, the article I posted that said that uh, socialism is, is now polling more favorably than capitalism in California and Texas. Yo, like, I, I saw the poll. It was unbelievable. It was, and it was by like twenty percent, like differential too. It was like fifty-seven to thirty-seven in in Texas. Yeah, yeah. So we're not turning Texas blue. We're turning Texas a deeper shade of red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're turning Texas socialist red. So, like, again, you know, so well, and it's it's yeah. I mean, but it's not rural white voters in Texas that are going socialist, right? It's, right. it's no, no. It's, you know, Latino you understand voters. why this is happening is because. Latino community is by and large classic left wing in their thinking about a lot of stuff. Um, and you know, it's, it's no accident that as you know, whites become the minority in those parts of the country, parts of the country that you're getting more of a left wing perspective. So, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like over Teachers here. Like, inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. And they see like, AMLO down in Mexico, you know, their bordering state where a lot of them came from. Uh, it's like, well, fuck, like, yeah, that's that's a much better p- alternative than the shit that the Democrats <clears throat> have been giving us for the last forty years. You know, they they have yeah. a pretty good example of 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 what social democracy looks like. You know, <laughs> immediately to their south, and and um, think how much South America would be thriving right now if it weren't for you know every time there's some like a, a successful left wing government they get toppled by a CIA backed coup. You know, just think how much further they'd be advanced they would be. You know, like we'd be saving the rainforest instead of burning it down with a fascist, you know, Bolsonaro down yeah. there. Like we, we can't we talk could, about that. 
You just say the word Venezuela and people are supposed to fall over her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I saw pictures on uh, the Internet yesterday of uh, department stores completely like empty shelves from people buying uh, like uh, surgical masks because of this this uh, coronavirus outbreak. Out right. And I'm thinking uh, I, what happened to uh, socialism can't provide for the needs of people. We're in capitalist America and we're running out of, uh, you know, surgical masks. We can't keep oh, the, can't the be shelves sh- stocked in capitalist America. What's wrong I with this? Far- yeah, I work in a pharmacy, and we can't get, and, and, and we have multiple suppliers. We cannot get a single pair, box of gloves. We can get, not get a single uh, box of surgical masks. We can't get hand soap. We can't get hand sanitizer. This is capitalism at work. This is supply-side economics at work. This is, And ironically, yeah. they want to talk now about a, a national health, some kind of a plan, basically, to deal with coronavirus. So, like, whoa, wait a minute. Hmm, I wonder planning. what would help. That, that sounds, sounds like, like communism. communism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, God. God, fucking dummies. Uh, Utah, uh, which again is only 74% reporting miraculously, um, which was the state that Bernie won the biggest in, uh, 34.6% to Biden's 17.4%. So, that was a big win for Bernie in Utah. Uh, shout, Go, Utah. Out to our, shout out to all our Mormon brothers <clears throat> and sisters out there who voted for Bernie. Uh, and of course, oh, uh, I'm sorry. Second biggest, of course, Vermont was the biggest margin, where he won 50.8 percent of the vote to Biden's 22 percent of the That's vote. That's still like to barely win a majority in your home state, even with the other people running. It's just like what? Um, th- there's been some hypothesis that uh, you know that a lot of the support Bernie got in 2016 was just anti-Hillary sentiment. Um, I don't think that's entirely wrong. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's entirely wrong either. But you know, again, everyone said, uh, "Oh well, there's all these other left wing candidates like Beto O'Rourke, and people love a young face." You know, so Bernie's not going to have any support. Like they were also very wrong here. Oh, too. of course, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think people are just people are panicking. Uh, they they don't realize how weak Biden is, and the media is once again propping up the weakest candidate. Uh, to disastrous effect. Um, I mean, they they don't care. Executives at NBC, they don't care about, uh, you know, people losing their home to, to rising uh, sea levels. Uh, you know, right here in, in, in Chicago, we're losing, we're about to lose thousands of homes to rising lake levels here. And, you know, the city has no idea what they're going to do about it. Uh, so, you know, it's people are going to vote the way they're being told to and it's fucking disgraceful um, well, to the people that are afraid of of bernie's revolution let me tell you if we don't get bernie that's the real revolution that y'all don't want to see so if you're scared of the one that bernie will bring <laughs> just fucking try us yeah really like I can't just fuck can't around and find out till, <laughs> you know till the till, till they're freaking out when uh, people are smashing uh, DNC office windows and lighting Starbucks on fire, and they're gonna go, "Oh, the angry Bernie Bros." It's like you, you should have just left us, you know, calling you c- cunt on Twitter because now we're really <laughs> pissed off. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep, yep. We will, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, but you know what? Again, uh, this this isn't over. This is just fucking beginning. Like we're we're basically at square one again. Um, and they rat fucked us out of a huge lead that we worked really hard to get, but you know what? We knew they were going to do this shit and we just got to fucking do work twice as hard because this is Bernie is in a way better position after super Tuesday than he was in 2016, where he almost caught Hillary Clinton 
and pastor. So just think about that before you, you know, are all doom and gloom and, you know, oh, we're fucked. He's never going to win. And take a breath. Self-care, you know, take a bath, eat some chocolate, whatever. Take take your five minutes if you need to, you know, grieve, mourn that we maybe didn't do as well in some of the states as we wanted to. And then come back to it we still need you a lot of the organizers from these early states that you know did a fantastic job like california are moving on to the states we still need so their organizing power is going to be there and i think that's going to help us quite a bit too 100 percent. and look and at also, the end of the day, yeah yeah go ahead well, I was going to say, at the end of the day, Bernie, well, I mean again now that everyone's throwing their fucking billionaire money behind biden he's gonna have a lot of money but Bernie's still got way more people. Like they've got the money, we've got the people, and Bernie's got a shit ton of money. Like he's mm-hmm. he's got you know we're, we're we, he's got the fucking donor machine uh, of all the of all these working class donors like us that give him money uh, that none of us have maxed out because we don't have to make fucking twenty seven thousand dollars <laughs> in the in the in the length of this primary cycle um, or twenty seven hundred rather. Um, and uh, you know what, guys, Joe Biden is going to crumble like a fucking you know a wobbly jenga house at the end once we get to the first round of debates like there people in the media are not going to be able to cover for him in a two-hour debate where it's him and bernie sanders and he has to talk for an hour like he is going to fucking crumble and it's going to be glorious and you know that's going to be right before a bunch of big states votes like vote like ohio and florida and he's not going to fucking do well like it's just we just got to make it through this next round of voting. He, like, wouldn't it be great if he just like collapses at the podium? You know, like that would be that would be it. That would be like no, no, he's done. He's oh well, no, by, no by time's gonna... up. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, the the eventually you can only have so much cognitive decline before you eventually have organ failure. So you know, I don't pray I don't a lot. Ho- I don't want to wish him ill. No, but, no, I... <laughs> no. It's natural causes. Life runs its course. Runs its course. I'm just saying it's it'd be we're seeing it running its course right now. If that we're was sooner right. rather than later, yeah. Run, run its course a little faster. <laughs> no. I mean, I would say it was um, disgusting if people said that about Bernie, so I'm not going to say no, that about I, Biden. I, I know, I know. But I will say that um, the differences will be very apparent on that Look, stage. Look, shit, we don't have to wish for anything. I just wish for people to see the current state of Joe Biden's cognition like exactly. on TV. Yeah. And, and they'll be horrified when they actually see it at where, where he can't you know, dip and dodge and answer a question every 15 minutes where he has to go I mean, answer every question. I, He's going to be fucked. I, I don't care about wishing someone ill when they are running a campaign that keeps me from being able to see a doctor. And that's what Joe Biden's doing right now, is preventing people like me from being able to go see a doctor. So fuck him. I don't care yeah. if he lives or dies, if he doesn't care if I live or die, right? Um, but the other thing to remember, too, is, is no matter what happens with this campaign, with, with Bernie's campaign... The people who don't want us to have health care, don't want us to have living wages, they're always organizing against us. So we, we don't win or lose with one candidate, right? We have to always keep agitating against capital, right? The people that are always going to fight us because they're organizing every single day. And I know that not everybody can do that on our side because we've got to work to pay the rent and not get evicted. But, uh, you know, if you're, if you're listening to this, go make some calls for Bernie. Go down to your local campaign office, even if it's, you know, if it's just opened up, especially get more involved. Uh, text for Bernie. You don't have to leave your house. <laughs> yeah. You can just sit there playing video games and text for Bernie at the same time. Make some new friends and strangers, you know. Uh, I'll it, make you just... feel bad. I have two cancers and I'm still doing work for Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah um, what's your excuse, everybody? <laughs> 
Exactly. Start your own podcast and then uh, <laughs> get, get good at it. Why don't it you go then, run for something? <laughs> right? Get good at your own podcast and then come be a guest on us and we'll, we'll help promote each other. Now listen here, fat. Uh, listen here. <laughs> God, we just need we just need a compilation of Joe Biden like yelling in voters' faces who ask him questions. Yeah, I've seen some good compilations, but man, if you're Fox really, is running them, yeah. If you're out there making good compilations of you know of how bad Biden is, like mix, mix your sound levels, right? Because if it's a bunch of different locations, the audio <laughs> sounds terrible if you don't level yeah. off all those different things. So if you're just throwing it together, editing one hundred and one people, uh, yeah, get your sound mixing down, people. Yeah. Hundred percent. All right. Yeah. Well, um, I think that basically does it for us tonight. Um, Thank you for having me again, gentlemen. This yeah, is yeah, of course, fun. of course. Uh, yeah. So uh, obviously, if you want to help the show out, uh, rate, view, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Uh, that helps us move up in the ratings. Uh, you can follow us on SoundCloud and share the show out from there. SoundCloud.com slash Move Left. Um, we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash move left idiots. Uh, we have a Patreon if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash move left. Uh, merch at tinyurl.com slash move left merch. Uh, LaDonna, what's your, do you know the address for your, your GoFundMe? I don't know what the, the whole URL is, but you, I'll leave it on my pinned tweet. So just look for at Polly Bent, P-O-L-I-B-E-N-T, and my pin tweet if you want to pitch in and help with the medical costs of all this crap that I'm going through. Um, that would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So go do that if you're, if you're listening. Um, yeah, I'm on Twitter at move underscore left. Uh, and I'm on Twitter at bike slutty. And yeah, it'll die. You're a poly bent, right? P O L I B N T. Yep. Yeah, great. And we will see you next week. And uh, playing us out this week uh, is uh, the are the dulcet tones of John Lennon and the Plastic Ono Band uh, with a song that we're dedicating to everyone's favorite Native American, Elizabeth Warren. This is calm. It's gonna get you. You're right on the head You better get yourself together Pretty soon you're gonna be dead Everyone you meet